Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get first-hand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, AJ Eckstein. So you mentioned... The internships, you had five of them when you were at USC. Some were three months long, others were five months. What would you say the ROI was or even is on having had so many internships? And what advice do you have for our listeners who are still in school around the kinds of internships that they should go out for? I think the biggest misconception going to school, and, and, and it's challenging because I actually fell into this trap my freshman year, is in the summer, you'll take some time off from school. Maybe you'll get some traveling in, depending on COVID guidelines, of course. And a lot of times people will just work a minimum wage job, whether that's in the food industry, maybe you're a clerk at a retail store, you work at a supermarket, at a coffee shop, whatever it may be. And there's nothing against that. However, it's not looked at as super relevant experience unless you're working at an actual business, if you're trying to go into the business world, or if you're getting a marketing internship to go into marketing. So it's really tough when I have mentored people who are seniors and I said, what experience do you have? And they say, oh, well, I've been a server for the last four years. And again, nothing against that. You probably make more money as a server than you do as maybe minimum wage as an intern. But the issue is that it's not super relevant. And of course, if that's all you have, you can still build on the customer service skills and the hours and the, and the really tough work. But there's really nothing better than an internship for a couple of reasons. Number one, you can get great referrals. If you did very well, you can use those contacts to get to the next opportunity. Number two, you start to learn what you like and what you don't like. I think that's super important. Number three is as great as school was for me and I think a lot of other people, it's not the real world. And they don't teach you how to set up your calendar, how to set out or to send out calendar invites. They don't teach you how to communicate in the real working world. They don't teach you how to do a lot of things because you have to learn it on the job. So it's a very different dynamic than working with your friends, than working on a, on a school project, working in a student organization. So I think that overall, if you can get internship experience, it's by far some of the most relevant experience as a student. But also thinking about what you want to do. If you're a freshman or a sophomore, you have to be honest with yourself. You're not going to be eligible for a lot of the larger opportunities. So for instance, 
my junior summer, I uh, was very fortunate to intern on a program called the Business Leader Rotation Program at the Walt Disney Company. But even if I had my sights set on this program as a freshman or sophomore, I wasn't eligible because they only take juniors. So I would say, number one, do your research. And number two, start to build a path. Let's say you're a freshman or a sophomore and you want to get to that, let's say, Disney Leadership Rotational Program. What opportunities will help you leap from one opportunity to the next? And I'm not saying to use it as, as a transaction and maybe you love it, but you continue with that company for long term. But just think about if that's a business rotational program. And let's say the main rotations are finance, marketing strategy, and industrial engineering. Those are the three rotations. How can you get some internship experience in one of those three buckets in the previous years? Internship experience is fantastic. And especially, and I'm sure you've seen on LinkedIn that a lot of people are posting these entry-level jobs and it doesn't say zero to one years of experience. It says like two to five, three to five, even though that's, that's wrong and entry-level should be entry-level. If you come in with a couple, one or a couple internship experiences under your belt, it's just going to be an asset. So if you can intern, whether it's during the school year, maybe part-time or during the summer, which is very common, even if it's at a startup, just get some real world experience. And there's really no better experience to help you get to the next opportunity. Fantastic. While you were at USC, AJ, you were also involved in extracurriculars. Why did you want to revive and relaunch the Latino Business Student Association on campus. And where did that idea come from? It's actually a really funny story. And I don't know if you've heard of the, of the saying that rejection is redirection. But initially, I fell into the trap of wanting to get into the most prestigious and exclusive clubs and organizations on USC's campus. And one of them was a very prestigious consulting club. Another one was an investment banking club, two of the most sought after industries for a lot of business undergraduate students. And they look for people with 4.0s who did not transfer schools, who are just like coming from a perfect pedigree. I did not have that by any means. And not that I had a horrible GPA, but I just did not fit their criteria. So I didn't even get an interview. I got flat out rejected. And I was so bummed. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to rely on somebody else to help propel my career. I'm going to build my own organization. So that was the thought process of why I wanted to do something on my own. The next question was, what do I want to build? What do I want to launch? What do I want to start? So I looked around and, and there are a ton of organizations, but if you look closely, there's always going to be a gap in a certain area. You have to just be very creative of where, and just be very aware of where that gap may be. And USC, especially the Marshall School of Business, prides themselves on diversity and inclusion, but they did not have a prominent Latinx presence on campus. So I'm actually half Hispanic. My mother's from Mexico City. I've spoken Spanish my entire life. And I said, why not start to build a community to really empower Latinx students at USC? So I started and before I dove in, this is a really good piece of advice for anyone even starting a business or an organization, is just see if it actually is a need. Maybe it's a need for you, but is, this an, is it a need for others? Almost like a focus group and just testing the idea. I asked a lot of my friends in the Latinx community, they said, yeah, I don't get it. They're, I'm joining other organizations to build this community and it doesn't exist. So I said, all right, let's, let's launch this. And I looked around and I saw that there used to be an organization called the Latino Business Student Association, but it actually fell due to inadequate leadership. So I took it upon myself to relaunch this organization and worked my butt off in the process to make it what it ended up being by the time I graduated, which was one of the largest organizations on campus. We had over 300 members. We had sponsors from every company across the board, just throwing us money to get in front of our members. We had exclusive 
events for our members and all our members were landing internships and jobs across the board. And also for my efforts, I was awarded the most outstanding president award from the Marshall School of Business. So throughout that process, it might sound like I did it just to get a job, but it was actually one of the biggest experiences that I took away from leadership, from managing a team, from really trying to retain, acquire members. And it was one of the most fun and exciting and really just rewarding experiences. We made such big impacts, not just myself, but our entire board, our executive board. We changed people's lives forever. And that's why I've always loved the career recruiting space because you don't just give someone a fish. You don't say, here's a job at Google. You teach them how to get a job at Google and they use that for the next 20, 50, 100 years. So it was seriously one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. I'm still super involved and I still chat with the board and mentor the board. But I would say for anyone out there, if you're thinking about getting involved, go do it. You're not going to be upset once you dive into an organization. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.